Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Jen. I'm Jazza. I'm Dave. And today we are super excited to be bringing you our fan-made, fan-unofficial fan Pokemon-themed <laughs> uh, <laughs> roleplay campaign where we're going to be playing in the wonderful world of Pokemon. And we're not just bringing it to you on video on YouTube, but also on podcasts. So you can check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts if you just want to listen along as well. Yay! Um... And also, before we leap into it, a massive thank you to our patrons who support us. This whole series and all of our content is brought to you by our patrons. We would not be able to exist without our Patreon support, but we also get to give a lot to our patrons too. We have after parties after every weekly stream. We uh, post exclusive content, including game dev content, uh, loads of stuff and an awesome uh, private community. Uh, but most of all, as you'll see in this whole series and in previous series, we like to be ambitious and do as much as we can in an irresponsible way. And Patreon is the reason we can do that. And we're so grateful to our patrons. So please consider being a supporter on Patreon to help make more exciting content like this possible. You guys make this happen. And you know what else makes this happen? The game we're developing. We're developing a system called Gateway Roleplay. And this is probably our first example of showcasing how flexible it's going to be as a homebrewing system where you can take anything you'd like and use the rule sets to make some custom stuff and make it work for you. To think that just last week we were blowing <laughs> things up as Space Marines in the very same system today that we're going to be catching Pokemon. Uh, unofficially fan-made homebrew. <laughs> <laughs> it's very much work in progress. It's a prototype on its way to alpha, but we are aggressively developing and loving making it and tr testing out its potential. And we've been so excited to bring Pokemon to life in Gateway. And you can get some, uh, there's some patron perks where you can get info access early stuff i already shared some of the pokemon resources with some people and we'll be sharing some more uh so everybody are we ready to start yeah we are so, so ready. ready i think we're gonna need a soundbite for like small print every time you say <laughs> yeah i'll start now i've made this as a fan it's uh for as in the don't sue us small yeah print. we need a sound for it is it it's the no. phone uh, interference. Yeah. Oh, that's my favourite. That's my favourite. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> At least it'll be a constant reminder. Maybe it's the cricket sound. <laughs> Don't sue us, crickets. So, let's do it. The year is 2009. In the Maza region. 
Welcome to the world of Pokemon. I'm Lakuma. However, most people call me the Pokemon Professor. Our world is inhabited by mysterious and wonderful creatures known as Pokemon. Pokemon come in many shapes and sizes and have fascinating powers. People and Pokemon live and work together in harmony, as you've probably noticed around town. For some, Pokemon are pets and others use them to battle. I study Pokemon as a profession. I don't need you to tell me about yourselves. Victor, Melanie, Brad, I bet you're excited to get your first Pokemon and begin your journey as Pokemon trainers, battling the region's mighty gym leaders and maybe even challenging the Elite Four and becoming the Pokemon champion? Does that sound good? Yeah! I can't wait! I'm so excited! <laughs> Oh, I remember when I was your age, but I digress. Melanie, as you're the youngest, by a few months I'd wager, why don't you choose your Pokemon first? <gasps> wow, what a big decision. I think I'm going to pick this one. Ah? <gasps> uh -huh. Lottaleap? The water sprite Pokemon? I think you two will make wonderful companions. Okay. Up next, Victor, I can already see there won't be any fighting. You boys have your eyes on different Pokemon, but just to be sure, which one are you going to choose? <laughs> I'm going to pick this one. His <gasps> claws look really strong. Of course, Numbush, the burrowing bush Pokemon. Best keep an eye out for your mum's flower beds with that. That leaves you, Brad, and your new friend, Ignisilk. I had my eye on Ignisilk from the beginning. Fire, the changer of states and quantitative forces. Count me excited. Ah <laughs> uh, yes, enthusiastic as always, Brad. Ignisilk is the fire web Pokemon. Some people are afraid of bugs, but it looks like you're getting on well already. Take care of your Pokemon. Look after yourselves and good luck on your massive Pokemon journey. So where are we going? The thing's <laughs> What now? <laughs> the year is 2024. Ooh. We are five miles from the Perdido region. Brad, Melanie, Victor, and Stormy are all sitting around the dining hall in the lovely small cruise ship, the SS Costa. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and this is a great opportunity for our players to introduce their characters and describe themselves. Well, Brad, uh, while grateful for the interesting vehicle, has spent most of his time in the books. He's trying to write a thesis. He doesn't quite yet know what a thesis is, um, but he's pretty sure it's an important part of his journey to becoming a Pokemon professor. He's not there yet, uh, but he's working on it. His uncle is a renowned Pokemon professor, and uh, he's in the best place to learn. So he's eager to study hard. But I have a big question for Brad. Can you tell me what was Brad's stumbling block all those years ago when he failed to become the Pokemon champion? Nah. I don't like to think about it a lot. And when I do, I don't get any answers. Thinking's hard. <laughs> but 
I can't help but think I was put in situations a little above my skill level. I feel a bit similarly with uh, this scientific avenue I'm pursuing where, I don't know, I, I look at people and say, uh, is this where I'm meant to be? And they look back uh, weirdly doughy-eyed and say, of course, you s seem well-equipped for this teaching this class. And, and I have to explain after I'm not a teacher and I'm also not, I don't own this gym, uh, but if you're... <laughs> You know, so I, I don't know. I, I put it up to uh, some some odd circumstances, but in the end, uh, I maybe a little bad luck. And Melanie, tell us about yourself. Describe yourself. Oh, you know, I just have an affinity with Pokemon. I suppose I just love seeing them grow up, evolve, and there's just such a special connection that you can have with Pokemon that you just can't get anywhere else. It's truly something that I'm really passionate about. And what was your stumbling block all those years ago? Well, see, I made it pretty far. I considered myself to be a pretty good trainer, but I realized something, that I'm a lover, not a fighter. So I decided to quit and become a Pokemon breeder instead. And Victor, would you like to describe yourself? Oh yeah, I'm fairly tall and you know, pretty well built by this point, I think. Um, pretty <laughs> light hair. It's, it's a bit unruly, really. Victor's the swole one of the group. <laughs> <laughs> I love Dave just the uh, several years I've been pursuing a... It's not really a hobby anymore. It's sort of a career as a Pokemon Ranger. And what was your stumbling block all those years ago? Oh, uh, <clears throat> well, I was back on my way home and I decided to take a shortcut through one of the forests I've done it many times but uh, there was a flood and uh, a few Pokemon, a few Nidorans got caught and I helped them and uh, returned them to their family and I, I had a bit of a lesson about strength and it put the perspective of being a Pokemon champion into a bit of a weird light for me so I pursued being a Pokemon Ranger, helping people and Pokemon. So Brad, Melanie and Victor all sit here in their mid-twenties as examples of what happens to most people in the world of Pokemon. Not everyone who goes on to challenge the gym leaders becomes a champion or even makes it to those final, ship match final matches. Most of them end up growing up, becoming career people working alongside their Pokemon as friends and just joining society, fulfilling various roles and functions. Uh, but one thing is true of these three trainers. They're not very good trainers. <laughs> in fact, while they are accomplished in their various areas of Pokemon breeding, being a Pokemon professor's assistant and being a Pokemon ranger, when it comes to battling and fighting with their Pokemon, uh, let's just say their Pokemon have lived the life of lavish and loved pets for a very long time and none of them have much chops in the way of battles. However, contrasting the three adults sitting at the table, there is a fourth presence, one notably younger and right about the age to start her own journey to battle gyms and challenge the Elite Four. Uh, hi, I'm Stormy, and I'm really excited to be here with you guys. Um, my 
dad is a Pokemon professor, and he's told me all about Pokemon, and I know that you guys really know a lot of stuff. Like, you're a ranger, and you get to do so much with that, and you guys breed them. Like, that's amazing, and I get to watch you in the lab, and it's so cool, and I'm really excited to go on my Pokemon journey with my little Pokemon Kabloom. And Kabloom, at the mention of Kabloom, of course, jumps into frame his electric head sparking... (laughs) Curie creep, cute reapily. <laughs> I love him. He's like a giant teddy bear and a nightlight all rolled into one. <laughs> what more could you need? So, our group are gathered around a table, but what are they doing? Well, they have been sent on a quest. You see, there is a mysterious region called the Pedido region, and there have been many, many rumors of a lost and ancient Pokemon island here, full of mysterious species that people can't even imagine. However, lots of previous rumors of fishing boats and planes have all gone missing. Uh, However, it hasn't stopped an enterprising company running their wondrous ship, the SS Costa, on a cruise, promising not to get too close to the land, but just close enough to have a good look. And it is there that the Pokemon Professor has asked Brad to gather his closest comrades and companions and his daughter on a journey to go and check out this island. They have a high-tech research vessel that is actually moored to the back of the cruise ship. It's sort of lowered on a winch and it can leave independently. They have an arrangement that when they will, uh, when they're approximately two miles off the shore, they'll be uh, departing, and that's expected to happen tomorrow. But this is their final meal in the wonderful uh, catered buffet cruise hall on the Costa, where nothing could possibly go wrong, and. It's your opportunity to chat, talk about the upcoming mission, what you hope to find, what you hope to achieve. Is there anything you'd like to talk about? As everyone's starting to, you know, sit and having their different priorities, whether it be food or preparation or whatever it is. Sightseeing. Brad's walking around handing uh, the itinerary he's prepared, which is not particularly in order or spelled correctly and some of the pages are upside down. Uh, But... You know, he's worked really hard on this <laughs> uh, because he's trying to do a good job for his uncle and he's really eager to prove himself as a as a researcher worthy of a professor title. Are we all uh, ready for... Well, I didn't have one for you. You're a little young, but you'll uh-huh. learn by, uh, by keeping us company and uh, witnessing the grandeur of Pokemon research. Okay. Can I... Can I help, though? Well, yes. Um... Your path should begin in the theoretical rather than the practical. So as we study, you can take notes of what we study. Uh, and you'll learn a lot. It'll be great. Okay. Okay. I'll watch you guys study, and then I'll learn really, really big things, and I'll become the greatest Pokemon champion in the whole world. <laughs> oh, you. You're so young. Thanks, big cuz. I look over at Melania and Victor and... Hey, Brad. These pages are printed. We haven't been near a printer in a week. How long ago did you prepare these? I've been preparing them for uh, two and a half months. Oh, boy. Wow. You probably know, like, Brad's not dumb, but he's not really bright. <laughs> and you know, you know you could have done it in a, 
you know, weak or whatever. Yeah. He worked really hard. He's. I, I think it's more that he's anxious than stupid. You know what I mean? Like he really mm. wants to get it right, and then he sort of ends up making mistakes by second guessing himself. But. Brad, your enthusiasm is showing. <laughs> what are you both uh, most looking forward to on this uh, journey of ours? Oh, the islands. You know, no, no one's ever returned from these places. You know, they must be wild. Wow. Landscapes that you know, never been seen. Floating islands, maybe. We'll become famous because we came back, right? Yeah. Yeah, cool. I mean... There's just so many different Pokemon to see. I'm really excited just to be able to look at them. I mean, we're not going to get very close to the island. I don't I don't think. I hope I hope not because I'm a little bit scared. But either way, I think it's going to be really great. Oh, we can hope. <laughs> well, those binoculars might come in handy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have to ask very nicely and wait your turn. <laughs> I like pat your head as I like <laughs> smirk looking across with Brad and... Uh, Sorry, with Melanie and Victor across it, like the very complicated machines and large lenses and all this stuff. And I'm like, I'm sure we'll be okay. Are there Pokemon on the boat? There are some Pokemon on the boat. Uh, (laughs) And even right now, as you look out, the the dining hall is on like the back upper deck. So it looks out on the trail of the boat going behind it. And you can see following in the streams of the boat, there's a handful of wing gull like floating up and down uh, in those streams. Oh, yes. The most generic, (laughs) most, most real life (laughs) Pokemon. The first Pokemon. And it's just a seagull. Uh, We're really excited to be doing you, you can see you can see the blue domes uh, of a few uh, Pokemon bobbling and up and down. Whale one, no, these are, <laughs> these actually. You, you know what? You're a Pokemon breeder. Oh, okay. I'm gonna get you to make a check. You have an ability. Ooh. Oh, do I? Don't you have an identify ability? Do I? <laughs> I know one thing that I have, Gen but does. I won't talk about it now. Um, ID Genius. Recover nurture. ID genus. A genus? Oh, it is. But does that that costs your resources? It yes, it does. So I'm in this instance. I'd like to I'm try actually it. just going to let you do a check. Okay. So if you'd like, you can do a Pokemon breeder and intelligence check. Challenge level on these is a three. Uh, intelligence, did you say? Sorry, with breeder. Yep. Cool. Okay. For me, that's five dice. Yeah. Oh, Wee. hey, our four successes. Four, four successes. Uh, you see that sort of flowing out and then back into the wake of the cruise ship, you've just moved through a school of tentacle and a couple of tentacruel. You can see the red glowing gem-like shapes of their bobbing Manowar-esque tops as they uh, sort of yeah pushed out and then f- pulling back into the stream of the boat. Um, and there's a couple of small fish and the wing gulls are hunting around for them. Thank you, that boat, was very exciting. <laughs> As you see the uh, the shape of uh, the ship's nurse pad through the room uh, with her Pokemon companion as she smiles and waves at everyone, making sure everyone's okay, and then heads uh, sort of in and out, and you hit, see the pitter-patter, pitter-patter of a Chansey's feet that slaps on the ground. Chansey, Chansey, Chansey. Oh, my God, yes. Please make all the noises. Yeah. All right, constantly. <laughs> uh, yeah. Is there anything else you'd like to discuss before going to bed for the night? I think Stormy's turned to binoculars after just seeing, like, seeing some some cool Pokemon in the water, but then turning it around and just spotting people on the boat. <laughs> going like, That's a weird-looking Pokemon. 
Oh, wait, that's just my cousin. <laughs> and just going around looking at everyone through the binoculars. She's very excited, very hyped up. I think I'd be pointing out all the sizes of the tentacles with my own Pokemon. Just, there's a big one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, strength. <laughs> all right, so Ignisilk has probably been, spent a lot of time in my coat or hiding away from the water. Ah, very fair. <laughs> pretty, pretty scared of the ocean. Ignisilk is one of those interesting Pokemon that's constantly on fire, but that fire is like 40 degrees rather than being burning hot like Charmander's tail. Yeah. Mm. So it's actually just very warm when you're in the fire. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like a heat pack. <laughs> it's useful in the cold yeah, sea breeze. Just <laughs> on the bottom of the bed. In, yeah, yeah. Foot yeah. warmer. Yeah. yeah. That's basically what my Pokemon's been relegated to. <laughs> well, Ignisilk, uh, fun little application. Ignisilk is also um, well loved as a very decorative uh, Christmas ornament. Uh, creator because Ignisilk can spin these threads that like glow with an ember like fire. Oh, so like people Christmas. often for Halloween and Christmas, uh, people with ember silk have some of the most impressive Christmas and <laughs> Halloween decorations because they can have like Christmas lights, but it's glowing emberous webs that are made by a spider and spiders can make beautiful webs. Um, yeah. Yay. Fun. So cool. you all turn into the night. Yep. Eventually. <clears throat> okay. And... You rest, the gentle rocking of the boat, lulling you all into a quiet and calm sleep. Hugging my teddy bear Pokemon. The, the boat cants, a tearing sound of sheet steel and the rushing of water ripping through your sleep. Your flashes, what you do and how you move and how you behave is lost to your recollection is any more than just moments. Even though, of course, it was more. There was frantic action. There was movement. There was activity as something horrible has happened to the Costa. And then you all black out. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. And the sound of coastal water rises. It's wonderful. That was perfectly timed. <laughs> Stormy, can you make a perception check, please? Uh, so you can, you're basically perceiving, uh, mm -hmm. um, you can indicate the stats you'd like to use as your, your eyes are flitting open and you're waking up. Uh, I'm going to try and use acuity, mm -hmm. taking my surroundings. And I'm going to pair your acuity with your wisdom. Ooh, only one. Only one. So, in flitted opening and closing moments, you Dad. miss most 
of what you might have seen. Oh, it's not dead. Go back to sleep. <laughs> you go back to sleep. However, at the very last moment, as you sort of come to consciousness, feeling water lapping up against you and seeing the shape of three adults on the sand, uh, but you're sort of reaching the sand in that very last split second. It's almost as if the world around you is sheened in like soap, like like your dishwashing detergent, and then it just pops and disappears. And that sheen of pink soap that you could sort of see in the air just and disappears and goes to nothing. And then and then suddenly, for the almost it feels like the first time, even though you're at the beach, you feel as if you you fall like a half inch into sand and for that first time you feel more than just the cold and wet of water you actually feel the grinding of sand as your body like hits sand um mm. but you don't recall anything else and at this time the other three characters slowly begin to wake up as well can have your dissertation until you finish your dinner oh my gosh i'm wet where are we uh -huh. i'm wet too what did you do so am I. Wait. We're not on the boat anymore. Can we put cousin? on the thing? You can put the minis <laughs> on the thing. <laughs> gonna do it. Stormy's gonna run to a cousin. <laughs> do we put our Pokemon with us? Yes, if you'd like to. Yeah. <laughs> this is so over the top. <laughs> I love them. I told you your Pokemon was very well loved, Jen. <laughs> Everyone realizes how big my Pokemon yeah. is. It's a chonker. Yeah, it's, it's been fed a lot. It's like double the size. You were saying they're all been well loved. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's Mine. what I said. Yours has been fed uh, relentlessly. It's like a squirrel just stores it. <laughs> Saving for winter. You say they're two scale. Hang on a second, I don't remember. So, do you want me to be technical? All the Pokemon are two scale with each other. Oh, okay. And their scale is. Um, double the scale of the humans. So they're the humans gotcha. are at like one to twenty-four. So they're like one really to twelve. Ride my Kubler. No, but it is big. Nice. It's a big teddy. It's like a big carnival teddy. Yay! Yeah. So they're double the size they actually are. Mm -hmm. Except mine. Didn't no, yours is. <laughs> I don't remember taking the um the 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 smaller boat to shore. No, but it's not here. I mean. I'm really confused. I had a funny dream, but... I thought we were just sightseeing. I look out into the water. And as you look out into the water, a few hundred metres away, there is uh, sheer sharp rock with dangerous waves smashing down on them, sea foam flying everywhere. A crabby <laughs> scutters out of sight. And you see the costa cantered down at 45 degrees with a massive tear in its side and half submerged underwater, uh, smashed up against the rocks. <gasps> ah! Your boat is nowhere to be seen. Oh, no. There is, flotsam, the boat. there is flotsam washing up all around you. There are pieces of, like, wood, bits of decking. Our apparatuses! And I, like, start combing <laughs> through the sand, like, looking for technical equipment. I, I I can't make these calculations with, without the equipment. What are we supposed to do? Uh, oh, your dad's going to kill me. Uncle, what's his name? <laughs> <laughs> Professor. 
His name is Uncle Lakuma. <laughs> Uncle Lakuma. Oh, gosh. But I don't remember stuffing up. I usually at least remember how I screw it over. I didn't touch anything, I promise. Mm. I was just sleeping, and then there's this pink soapy stuff. I'm going to, uh, I want to use my investigation mm -hmm. to sort of see if there's any clues from any wreckage uh, or if there's any sort of like, maybe even something tied to Pokemon who wipe memory or something. Okay. Uh, you're scrounging around. You can pair that with your wisdom as well. Okay. I got four. Okay. So as you search around the beach, looking up and down, combing, you don't see any evidence of how it could have occurred other than boat ran into giant piece of rock and sink. However, you do pick up pieces of evidence that are rather unexpected. First of all, there are no people. You don't see any bodies. You don't see any body. But there's also traces of activity. As you turn and look up the beach a little bit, the sand sort of pushes on a fair bit up. Uh, it's quite a sandy beach. You note that there's crates and boxes that are stacked and have been pulled out of the water. There's actually a couple of branded crews, like um, road pagodas, they're like the fold out set up pagodas that they would use when they do shore expeditions and they'd sort of put them out and put the little like check in there. Um, there's a couple of them that have been put out on the beach and there's evidence that people have been like dragging things up the beach. So you get the impression that people have been Conscious and active and awake well before you were. All right. No need to panic. There are people here, clearly. And I pointed the boxes. Yeah, I've yeah, got I'll wait boxes here. for you. It looks like we've been asleep for a while, but everyone else has taken everything off the boat and gone up there. And they conscientiously uh, deposited us without waking us. Yeah. Doesn't for, that nice seem sand. a little... Odd? Well, do you have a hypothesis? Uh, yeah, no. there were pink bubbles. Uh, I'm sorry, what? There were pink bubbles. Oh, that's the surf that it can make bubbles in foam sometimes. Especially with fuel in it. Sometimes it gets that rainbow. Even pink mm. ones? Yeah, I'm sure. Hmm. I mean, this is a weird place after all. Okay. Do well. I still have my um, binoculars around my neck? And it is now that you've mentioned that, that you take stock of what remains on you. Okay. Thankfully, uh, whether you sleep in your clothes or you had the foresight to like throw on yesterday's clothes <laughs> as you were panicking, <laughs> uh, you are all wearing your regular gear. However, a lot of the things you might usually take with you are gone. No. Three of you rapidly sigh relief as you find the Pokeball hooked on your belt. <laughs> One of you, it's not there. But thankfully, you're sort of in that panic look and, and uh, two foot down in the sand, there's the Pokemon. You pick it up. All your Pokemon are with you. <sighs> However, there's not much. You don't have your wallets. You don't have mm. your, your phones. The adults who have phones, they're dripping with water and completely fried. <gasps> My Pokedex! <laughs> and I like immediately start scrambling to see if I have my Pokedex on me and if it's in good condition. I think in 2024 they would have invented a waterproof Pokedex, <laughs> no. They have. Your Pokedex is waterproof they and was sealed tightly. <laughs> you have it, right? That's yeah. why I'm looking for it and I don't have it? Okay. 
Nice. Victor <laughs> finds his trusty ranger's escape rope hanging from his belt. Do you have your escape rope? I do. Thank goodness. But wait, my running shoes. They're gone! No! I can't run anymore! <laughs> and that's correct. As uh, Victor was the only one who could run, as he had running shoes, and none of you now can run. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> um, Melanie, hmm. you don't have the thing that you have. Stormy has binoculars. You've got your binocular gun. Mm-hmm. This time, there's a creaking... There's a strange noise, and Melanie looks across, drawn to the the ruckus, and sees that some of the wreckage had, like, butted up against this really old, craggy ledge where rock is crumbling away. And just as you hear this noise and the damage from the shipwreck has affected this area, you see a a semicircle of leaves and twigs pulled together that you immediately recognize as a nest and in that nest is a massive egg and just as you lock eyes with it there is a crack and the stone falls and the egg and nest tumble off the ledge and fall with a splash into the water I run. I can't run. I walk. (laughs) You walk briskly to the shore and the egg looks undamaged. You can see the egg. It's under the water. Poor baby. It's not far away, but it's under the water. Can can I, like, can I grab it at all or is it too... It's two or three metres away and under the water. Uh, I turn to everyone else and I say... Can you see it? Oh, did you guys see that? What? I saw it fall. Is it all right? Uh, I don't, I don't know. It'll land in the water. Y- yeah. All right. Let me use my binoculars. I can see it. I think I can get see it. See the, the surface of the water refracting light more closely. <laughs> right. I'm going to try and get... It even has 90% battery, you guys. Such a relief. I'm so glad everyone's as relieved as I am. I'm what were we talking you, about? <laughs> do There's I think that I could get the egg? You do not. You don't think that, that you have any... You, in fact, Victor, Stormy, and Brad have no way of getting the egg. I look at my my chunky Pokemon. <laughs> Which, what type is your Pokemon? My, I have a water Pokemon. So, little little Leap? Yeah, is, little Leap. Is a water type Pokemon. Fantastic, thank you. Lottalee. <laughs> deep, deeper voice. The normal ones, uh, the usual ones. Lottalee. Lottalee. Leap, do you think you can go get it for me? I mean, it's your Pokemon. You ordering it too? Lottalee. And then jumps in the water, swims a few foot down, and then there's. A, a longer wait than you would expect as Lollip comes back dragging this egg <laughs> up the sand and proffers it to you. Oh, I give Lollip a little, like, pat on the head um, and I take the egg. You bend over to pick up the egg and I would Whoa. like you to make some kind of strength-related check. So strength oh. will be the trait. Oh. All right. Uh... Can I... I'd like to use my intuition mm-hmm. to pick up the egg. Because <laughs> <laughs> I picked up lots of eggs being a Pokemon And how does that relate to your intuition? 
Because I know intuitively. <laughs> don't, don't be no. that player. Uh, no. <laughs> I liked the attempt. <laughs> Bull move, Cotton. Let's see how this plays off. It was a reference to oh. a movie from like 12 years ago. <laughs> Coordination? That I miscorrectly quoted. Miscorrectly. I'm on a roll. I'm embodying my character right now. You are. Well, bro. <laughs> it's going to have to be power then. Okay. Strength power? Yep. Go for it. Oh my goodness. Super critical And you strain and heave and struggle to pick this item up. Of course, it's a big one, Mel. <laughs> yeah. It's so much heavier than it should be based on its size. Mm-hmm. And its surface feels rough to the touch, almost like a hard stone. And because you rolled two critical fails on that terrible check, <laughs> it's time for me to explain your inventory. So you all have an inventory. You can hold six items in your inventory at any time. Uh, you currently have one item each. Uh, Jen, with that check and your complete failure to be strong enough or, or work out how to carry this thing, <laughs> it's going to take up two slots instead no! of one. Okay. So you have four have empty slots. slots. Have you have six slots six to slots. carry items in. Okay. Okay. Resident Evil rules. Uh, yeah. And at the moment, uh, who has a po- We all have a Pokeball. No, you don't. You have the Pokeball your Pokemon is in, and, oh, and okay. your Pokeball your Pokemon is in goes in your handy belt, yep. and it doesn't take up a slot. Okay. So your Pokemon that you have captured, uh, you can have up to six, uh, and they don't take up any slots. Okay. Now, your egg has a special ability. Mm-hmm. If you have a look at the card. This is my card. If you'd like to use that. Okay, so I have a card that says egg. Uh, <laughs> it says, there's no train skill on it, and it's the plus zero. Uh, but it says on success, check egg status. So you, it says, what do you mean? There's no trainer skill. Sorry, does it just say trainer? Oh my trainer, sorry, my trainer skill. But there's yeah. no bonus. Sorry. Yeah. So you just roll. Yeah. Uh, so would you like to do that? Sure, I will check my egg. Okay, make a roll. <laughs> roll to check egg. So that's three. Is that right? So trainer skill plus uh, your cheat sheet tells you what yeah. your trainer rolls with. Success. It is egg. <laughs> <laughs> it is an egg. Oh, I see. I see. It is so I have to roll with wisdom. An egg. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just good. You egg head. Do we have a D8 with numbers on it? Three successes, one critical fail. Okay, three successes. Uh, we don't have a D8 with numbers on it. That's no. nothing awkward. I think can roll a digital D8. I had cool. a cheat sheet I've been carrying around with me for oh, two yeah, days. Sorry. Jen. Oh, was that mine? Well, it would have to share because it's. Sharing, okay. Yeah. I was just saying, I had one I was carrying with me in there. And I gosh darn forgot it. Okay, Jen. Yes. This newly laid Pokemon egg presents a perfect unmanned surface poised to nurture the growth of a resilient Pokemon. You have checked egg. (laughs) Very good. I give the egg a little rub. Cool. Can I touch it? Oh, you got breakfast. Uh, Great. Uh, what? No, no, we can't. We can't eat the egg. It's a, it's a Pokemon. It's a baby. Well, we had, it's a Pokemon. Yeah. We had eggs yesterday. Did, did you have an egg the size of this one? Well, no, but there's four of us and we're hungry, so we're not eating the egg because you can't eat Pokemon eggs. That is not true. Chancy gifts her eggs to people who are. Wait. Uh, let me. Uh, <laughs> 
And I'm like, start typing on the, I start typing on the Pokedex. Oh no, that's the one thing we haven't worked out. Oh, we go on, go, figure uh, it out. <laughs> there it is. No, it was it was gonna be we like it was place. gonna it was gonna be an amazing like. Hello. No. <laughs> God's possessed. What? Oh, it's called the clock. Speak. Hey, Pidgey. Hello. 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 You idiot. Hello. I I need to be annoying. Yeah, come on. Hello. Is this close enough or is this not bit close more. enough? Bit more. Bit more. Bit more. Bit more. Bit more robotic. Oh, a bit more robotic. Hello. No reverb is not the way. Too much reverb. In a cave. <laughs> I'm in a cave. <laughs> All right, I have to go oh, into. This cave is huge. Sorry, I just got wrapped up in that. Got excited. Yeah. I did forget that chance. I'm having so much fun, you guys. It's, is it is it this one but less? Hello. I think Welcome so. Welcome to it's the world fun. of Pokemon. Yeah, that's, right. that's it. Cool. Okay. All right, and I pull up the the Chansey readout. Wow. Summon your Chansey knowledge from the abyss. <laughs> Pokedex. <laughs> I'm just, uh, okay. <laughs> buffering. <laughs> oh, God. I'm buffering. <laughs> it's water resistant. It's totally, uh, it's just shaking out some, it's starting up, you know, it's got like a long, you know, <laughs> <"Bling, laughs> Pokedex. It's yeah. loading its update. Has an experience to the podcast yeah. right now. Spinning Pokeball, just, uh, this like, ah, this is Sorry, firmware update, there's no reception. <laughs> You, like, slap a few times. Chansey, the egg Pokemon. Chansey shares its egg with kind people. The eggs have healing properties. See, I told you you can eat Pokemon eggs. Has a Chansey ever given you an egg? Whoa. No. But that doesn't mean it doesn't think I'm a kind person. I just don't spend a lot of my time in 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 focus centers. Is this a chancy egg? I don't think this is a chancy this egg. This is not a no. chancy egg. All no. right, breakfast is off the table. I get it. Hmm. Perhaps we should find where these boxes have come from. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it's about time. Is Let's the go. egg gonna hatch though? Oh, eventually. Oh. You know, when it's when it's ready. Hopefully. Okay, we look after it. It's, I lift that. It's pretty big. Yeah, you're carrying it. You're carrying it. That's why it's taking up two inventory slots. Go, wow. I guess every day is now arm day. <laughs> Very good. All right. Uh, yes. So, hmm, I see. I've been outdoors in about three months. Uh, where do we go exactly? It's true. He's always in the lab. Looking, Let's go. looking around, you see that you are in a cove that is uh, that is basically covered on the edges by steep sides. And you know what? I I'm going to be bold, but I reckon. Uh, yes, you look up into a cove uh, and ahead of you, you can see the sand sort of extends to the north. And uh, you can see there's only really one way forward as the sand continues up. There's some pagodas and some boxes and it continues Dave. on. Dave, mm. this is very cool. It's yeah, amazing. <laughs> Glad you like. Just wait till we get to the root. Ooh. Next root. Spoiler. Oh my god. Well, we're about to so go there. Key. Oh yeah, let's go. Well, let's go. Despite the horrible situation of having crashed, the best thing possible has happened. We crashed. What? <laughs> we get to explore the island. <laughs> you mean we get to see all the all the cool Pokemon? Yes. Awesome version. <gasps> yes! <laughs> Don't tell my dad, he might be upset. I just, 
feel remarkably uh, at sea <laughs> without my equipment. You'll be You'll fine. Be I don't have diagnostics tools. I haven't, I haven't studied for this. Oh, Brad. <laughs> That's right, Brad. We'll find the people and your staff will wash up on the shore. You'll be, you'll be here by the time we get back. You I know? certainly hope so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like a whole ship has crashed, you know, They'll send out. Pro- it's it's like a matter of time until someone comes and rescues us, fixes the ship. So your confidence is really reassuring. He's a Pokemon yeah. Ranger. I think he kind of has to do that. You're in front. I'll accept that. Need <laughs> <laughs> on Pokemon yeah. Ranger. Think of it of a, as a vacation, an enforced vacation. <laughs> <laughs> We've got the title of our series. Pokemon <laughs> Enforced Vacation. <laughs> All right. So, the group of you, do you head up the sand and head on yeah. inwards? Oh, we do. I am. It's just a question <laughs> if anyone is following. Okay. So, you walk past the pagodas taking a quick look, and they seem fairly recently but abandoned. Most of the useful supplies have been pulled from anything people were looking for. And it doesn't take you long of walking up the sand to see that the these hills, these sharp cliffs, it's a volcanic island, which means there's a lot of sheer rocks. The, the terrain is very up and down. Uh, but you're in a tight little valley where the sand pushes up. If most of you have been to beach areas, uh, you'll note that oftentimes sand can kind of run in long paths and between dunes and things like that. So the sand pushes on forth as the mountains close on in and it's clear that there's only one way to proceed forward as you follow this path along eventually you reach something odd a wooden sign hammered into the ground with some hasty writing on it it says root four a sign of civilization at least there are three other routes we could determine that as much as much as that unless they're bad at counting well, it's still a number, so... I've never understood the matter of ordering. Why is number four here? This is the first one, right? Unless we're at the end of a route of four routes, routes. I never know which word to pick. It's route. As you walk... Roots are in the ground. <laughs> <laughs> to the right, there is a fairly sheer rocks that you can't climb up. To the left, there is a ledge... It's about waist to shoulder height. You're pretty sure you could jump down it, but you're certain you couldn't climb back up. (laughs) You could maybe hop a bike over it, but you definitely couldn't climb back up. Um, And that's off to the left. And down there you see more sand and a patch of water with a tiny little island in the middle. And you also see some tall grass with the universal Silphco all-terrain, item-safe, all-weather storage system, which is, of course, a, a capsule that is designed to look like a Pokeball, and when you open it, it often has different items inside it. But from the outside, it's sort of a beach ball-sized Pokeball, and it's weather-tight, and they're really good for transporting things and them not getting mucked up. And you never know what's inside. You can see them from ages away, like a big Pokeball. You walk up to it, open it, who knows what's in it? Could be a CD-ROM could be something else. Could be a Pokeball in the Pokeball. That's always wild. It's been ages since I've seen one of these. Right. Supplies. Who wants to open it? Well, can we reach uh, it? Ooh, 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 we, gotta, we gotta open it. That really helps. Thank you, Dave. 
<laughs> so you are at the bottom of this route and off to your left you can see okay. some tall grass but you also know the the studious amongst you that tall grass can mean danger because sometimes there's wild pokemon in it if you you also at this point can't see any evidence that you can actually find a way back to where you currently are so if you do jump down that ledge you're not sure you'll be able to return but the path does continue forward yes these ledges look particularly perilous and it's so tempting, as I can see, over the top of them. I'm not sure about leaving a path. You know, it's a it's a path. Well, all people have clearly just taken the route that's traversable, so we may as well follow that, right? Right. It makes sense. I anyway. want to go wherever the Pokemon are. You heard the little lady? <laughs> anyway, Mel... <clears throat> I think if you put down that egg, you might not be able to pick it up again. Uh, maybe one of us should open this here, self, self pod. It's yeah. down on the other yeah, side of the ledge. Oh, you have to jump down to get it. So we have to decide if we're going to go yeah. down. So I will also give you this, knowing that it is now an area where wild Pokemon could be. Mm. It's important to make sure you have a solid marching order. So can I get your marching <laughs> order, everyone? Well, Who's I at think, the front of this party? I think I'll be first. The, okay. That's how we started yeah. this. So we're going with uh, like Final Fantasy party vibes where like you all absorb into one sprite and they're in a particular order and the active one at the front is the <laughs> is one the, whose sprite is visible. One. So Victor is up first. Who's the next in the marching order? I'm pretty excited. I think I'll be up. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Not so fast. Why? You're so young and we don't know what kind of Pokemon we're going to come up against. Behind me, Missy. <sighs> Fine. Listen, I know you're excited, but wild Pokemon are very different to the kind you've seen in your schools and in town. But I'm a trainer now. I gotta learn how to deal with it. How many Pokemon have you caught? Mm, you're not a trainer. Not yet. But I got Kabloom. Listen, in other circumstances, maybe. But we're marooned on an island. How you many know Pokemon, Pokemon have are here. you caught? That's beside the point. <laughs> <laughs> Best answer. <laughs> don't worry, Stormy. Rules is rules. Don't make me tell your uncle you're not well, listening. Don't to tell me. My I dad. mean, my uncle, don't tell your my dad. dad. Yeah, sorry. We'll <laughs> take the lead for a little while and then okay. we'll let you have a turn later. Oh, uh, will we? Yeah. I'm looking <laughs> after. Can you not? I'm trying to be a responsible. Once we've worked out, it's fine. See? Melon. It's fine. I'll take the back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Can I use my binoculars ability? Okie dokie. So you got to make a check, I believe. Yeah. And it doesn't cost anything. So your binoculars allow you to... I... Uh, on a success, GM reveals how many unique species of Pokemon are on a route. Yes, a and, route. and also what they are. So can I get you to ah. make a trainer check? Okay. So I just roll that. So yes. you, and so, then on your cheat sheet. Uh, and the... And you're a sightseer, so it's paired with... Oh, reflexes. I yeah. So, uh, basically, Stormy pulls out the binoculars and starts excitedly scanning the tall grass for any signs of movement, anything in the trees, anything running around. <laughs> oh, yeah. good roll. How many successes did you get? <laughs> a lot. Perfect. One more. <laughs> she's that was an entire six success. Of six. Yeah, yeah. And Jazz was just fixing it. He wasn't changing I, yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That was me. No, wait, wait, not so fast. <laughs> As your binoculars uh, pan to 
And she's whispering to herself, well, she's like, I'm going to show him. I'm going to catch my first Pokemon. As your, <laughs> your binoculars pan to and fro and you look around, uh, you see shapes bobbing around. You see uh, animals moving in trees, running between grass, ducking in and out of the sand. And your binoculars settle on a pair of pick-a-peck floating <laughs> in the trees, fluttering about. <laughs> And then as they scan across near the water and the more uh, areas where the seawater is, the, the ground is low and the seawater is welling up through sand, uh, you also spot a selection of shellos sludging around on the ground. Look how little. A shallos ducks back into the water as there is a burst of sand exploding up next to it as the burrowing and scurrying of a sand shrew popping out of the sand, running along and then diving back in at play uh, interrupts. And then, just as you thought you've seen it all, an apple hanging from a tree as a worm pop out of it <laughs> and then pop back in as you see a tiny applin, one of Jen's favorite Pokemon. <laughs> and they are the four Pokemon that you can see from this part of the route. Whoa. And that is, is that on the route if we stay on the path? No, this is just Route 4. Okay. So the Pokemon of Route 4. Okay. I like Russell Stormy's hair. I'm like, what you see there, kiddo? Okay, okay, okay. I think, okay, there's a pick-a-peck. And that's a shallows. Oh, does she, oh, it's does she away. know the names of the Pokemon? I know some of them. You knew enough to identify them with six out of six, so these ones Hi. you just... Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 these ones, yeah. Identifying dinosaurs. And, oh, these oh, are, these are not that hugely rare. These that Pokemon. one's a sand shrew, and... Oh, my God. It's an Applin. Applin. Applin? Applin. That one. I haven't seen one of those before. It's so cute. It's on this route, so we just gotta keep going forward. You sure you see all of those Pokemon? Yeah, and then I see uh, Angry Big Cousin. That's the last one. But I just—I'm not angry. I'm just protective. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So I did see it. It did briefly come up in chat, and I just wanted to mention it. So I mentioned using Pokemon from all different generations. All of the Pokemon on this island are curated based on the region of the world that it is uh, inspired by. So the Pokemon were picked for that reason, for the most part. Um, so, are you following the path? We done. Well, <clears throat> I think we've done uh, this whole thing enough that. We can always come back. Great. Yes, I, I, I believe uh, the, the, the wise thing to do would be observe all of these Pokemon from the safe uh, distance of a, a nautical vessel or a research, research facility. It's yeah. the way uh, science intended. Plus, I'm missing all my Pokeballs. It would be a shame to you know, get into a scrap with something and not be able to take uh, it with Yeah. Good point. So you journey on? Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, All right, do. so you push on up to the north and a pile of scrap crates are lying around. It seems people have definitely come this way. Interspersed amongst them, aside from the junk and flotsam of the shipwreck, you also notice a couple of rocks with thick cracks in them. And you don't know why, but you're inspired. You're filled with a desire to break them. Uh, they just look really satisfying to break, but you have no tools with which to do that. Uh, but in this group, Without any difficulty, you actually spot one of those Silphco Pokemon Pokemon item storage systems uh, sitting up 
next to a very odd spherical rock. They really should come up with a catchy name than that. <laughs> the, s- the spherical container thingy from Sylph. Oh no, it's kind of catchy. Spherical Sylph. Co. Sphere. See, no, it starts with Sylph. Yeah. It's a Sylph Co. Spherical. Sylph Co. Spherical. Sylph Co. Spherical. Spherical storage. Receptacle. Yeah. Look. There's loot. Ooh. That works too. You gonna open it? You're in front. <clears throat> Don't mind if I do. <laughs> and there's a hiss as a little bit of air escapes as you pop this capsule and discard parts of it. And inside you find a perfectly looked after Petra Berry <gasps> that is now Ooh. given to you. Oh. <laughs> and all of you. All of you see that there are several boulders oh. laying around in this area. <laughs> they're, they're these large rocks, and they're all uh, in a sort of horseshoe shape. And in front of the entrance to this horseshoe shape is this large, perfectly round boulder uh, that if you were strong enough, you could probably push it, but none of you are strong enough to push it and move hmm. it. And you can see through like the angular gap the boulder leaves between the rock that there is another one of these... Uh, item storage balls behind there, and it's completely inaccessible to you. I like to think that, like, these are puzzles that have, like, annoyed Dave as a child. There you go. Uh, okay. For those viewing you on YouTube, uh, no, that is as zoomed in as it gets because ah. it's pixels, unfortunately. <laughs> I can't get close no. Uh So, yeah, they, you've got you've got one hidden and you've just picked up this one. No, there. You've got the that's so there. Uh, Using Legend Keeper, by the way. I love Legend Keeper for my stuff. That's just my... Um, <laughs> just throw throw that out there for them. Uh, what a classical Pokemon puzzle! Yeah, I wonder what you could possibly need <laughs> to get. Is there anything that could move these things? I mean, Victor, you have been working out. <sighs> Not that much. <laughs> I need a. Uh, I need a few of me to do that. Or a really or, uh, strong Pokemon. Oh yeah. <laughs> we'll have to keep an eye out. The path winds around and continues with a tree line to your right, and then you see that that ledge you weren't so sure you could get up also continues. Uh, so it's sort of it, it had gone north and now it's going west. So it's uh, it's sort of an upside down L, and you're following that along. Looking down, you can still see that pokeball in the center of an island on a pond, mm-hmm. uh, and Dang. yeah, you, you keep on walking. Uh, and then, can I get the party lead at this stage to make? Uh, a we'll go for an acuity check uh, mm-hmm. to spot something. I, I actually want you to make your version of a perception check. So, what would you like to use? Uh, no, I I would use acuity. Okay, and I'm going to get you to pair that with your wisdom again. Most common form of role for looking for things. Two. Two. As you get to a point that is split 50-50 between two outcomes, uh, two potentials, you look to your left and you see that there is a gap in those ledges and you now have found where you could come up (gasps) again from that lower area. Not only that, you can see an old man 
with a bald head wearing a uh, what looks to be very traditional Japanese uh, yukata. Uh, and he sort of seems to be leaning up against a rock. He's got that like very closed eyes, probably asleep look to him. But at the same time as you look left and spot that, you look right and equidistant, equally distant, up this narrow path where rocks are on the right. It looks like you're heading further north if you go this way. You can see a small boy wearing a baseball cap backwards uh, with a with some a little t-shirt, some shorts on, and uh, he's surrounded by some rocks in a tree. And he's sort of got his hands on his hips as he's looking left and right, looking down this little narrow laneway uh, in front of him. People, we found civilization. Yay. And I mean, as far as supplies go, what if, now that we can see where the... Uh, sorry, I'm, am I being presumptuous because he saw all this stuff? Uh, no, you you all sort of see it. It's we share. That. Okay. It took him a while to, to spot. What if one of us speaks to this Unfortunately, gentleman? you can't split up. Oh, really? Yeah. Remember, we fused into one. Oh, you're fused, fused into, into one, one, you're a party. <laughs> You can I split up in towns. You can split up in towns. And like, Jen's blocking me. <laughs> You've watched too many horror movies. And uh, yeah, so okay. you can split up in towns, but on roots, you are one okay. entity. Well, we're doing this game style. What'll it be, Victor? Well, <clears throat> I think when it comes to wisdom, the elderly are probably the, the right ticket. Uh, if only because if you look up at that young sprat, I recognize that stance anywhere. He's bored and he's looking for a bit of a, yeah. you know, uh, oh. a 1v1. Overeager children can be dangerous uh, influences. I've Mind never you. heard that. Mind you, <laughs> if we uh, give him what he wants, uh, he'll probably tell us what we want to know. Let's do it. Which one? Are you going north to the child or south? The I old man who might be asleep. Or we could go backwards and get the other cool thing. No, we're going to speak to the most adult person we've found, yeah. okay? Yeah. It's also, it kind of makes sense that a kid would be running around in the middle of nowhere. Uh, I'm more curious why the old bloke's out here. Okay, so you're going to the old man. You he says reasoning in character with the DM. <laughs> <laughs> you, you walk south as you approach the old man, uh, and he sort of seems to be leaning up against a rock, dozing. Sort of a... <clears throat> clear my throat, you know, don't want to spook the old bugger. His head snaps towards you and his eyes dart open and there is a glint in his eyes and his old face cracks to a grin and he says, Aha! We've locked eyes! No! <laughs> Fancy a battle? <laughs> <laughs> and then he laughs... The old he wasn't really looking until he looked, boy. You wily lithe old man. <laughs> oh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, I'm Theodore. They call me expert Theodore. How are you? More like theater, if you ask me. Yeah. Um, I'm good. I'm Victor. Uh, we all just woke up on the beach. Um, where is everyone else? He looks you all up and down. More survivors? This long after the crash? Well, if you're going to survive deserted on this island, I've got a test you've got your wits about you. Don't worry, I'll go easy on you. And then we'll talk. And he pulls his, uh, like, his yukata <laughs> back and reveals uh, three Pokeballs on a belt. Uh, and then he pulls out a Pokeball 
and takes a few steps back, ready to ready to battle. Oh. You're up. He said he was, and then he wasn't, but now he is. All right, you're on. <laughs> now I know a ranger when I've seen one, and I also know a bunch of rusty Pokemon trainers. So, you, I'd better give you the rundown. First, we have to pick our active Pokemon. As I said, I'll go easy on you. Uh, I'm borrowing this one from my grandson to train it up. <laughs> it should be about your level. He pulls a Pokeball out. How many have you got? Oh, at the moment, just what? I swear every town has one of these. <laughs> Tyrogue, I choose you! And he throws his Pokeball, and a Tyrogue pops out. Oh. The plucky fighting type Pokemon. Great. All right, well, um, I suppose that's, uh, in response, it's only fair that, uh, I choose my friend, Numbat. Numbush. All right. Now, Pokemon battles, whether they be in the wild or with trainers, are a gentlemanly affair. They're one where we each take turns to strike. We never gang up on anyone. You always do one-for-ones. Trust me, don't try and gang up on a wild Pokemon. As soon as you trainers throw out three Pokemon, they run back into the woods and they bring a dozen of their friends. And then you'll really be going home with a black eye and a bloody nose. Now, what you need to do, I'm sure you've forgotten by the looks of your Pokemon's twig little arms, you choose a move. Oh. <clears throat> How dare you, honestly, but... So, you select a move on your Pokemon's card, paying the spirit if required, and hey, Pokemon then uh, we do it. So we do movement first, so you can move, and then you pick an ability, just like regular cogent combat. Uh, but you can also... Gateway, yep. That was old habits dying hard. <laughs> uh, you can also do... Um, you can also do trainer abilities before you pick your Pokemon's ability. So the first thing you do is move your Pokemon. Uh, so, in a trainer battle, the Pokemon with the highest mind moves last. What's your mind? Two. Mine is one. So, Tyrogue moves first, and Tyrogue is going to move closer. Just All do like right. an inch step because we don't have a tape measure. Yeah. <laughs> so, you could get adjacent if you wanted to. All right. In response, I'm not going to move. Okay. Tyrogue moves up quickly, and then you declare your abilities. Tyrogue, use focus energy. Oh. Nambush, use leech seed. All right, and then you roll the appropriate number of uh, dice for... I don't have any co uh, gateway dice. Any. Oh, wow. Uh And then you roll the number of dice it is listed on your it's Pokemon card. Victory. <laughs> uh, still the GM's dice. <laughs> so your Pokemon has the little dice symbol that tells you how many dice you've got to roll. All right. Uh, what ability did you use? Leech seed. Leech seed, which is minus one. Okay, cool. So we roll off. I've got five dice. I got four successes. Two. All right, so uh, as the result, I beat you, I am defended, your attack misses, and Tyrogue stands there. Yeah! 
like a little angry Dragon Ball Z wannabe. Uh, that is Tyrogue. Tyrogues are crazy. Uh, and he's just amping himself up and like a vein bulging in his head. He's so amped to fight as focus energy goes off. And focus energy says if successfully defended, he now gains critical hits on all abilities until the end of combat. Ooh. So, yeah. next Cr- round. Critical hits. Yep. Oh, so he has critical hit on all his attacks. Oh, no. That used all his spirit. His fighting spirit is ready. Movement phase. The Tyrogue gets into adjacency with Numbush. You show a victor. You got this. I hope. This is definitely not what I want straight off the bat. Quick. Numbush. Use Vine Whip. All right. Now, did Leech Seed have a spirit cost? Nope. Okay, cool. Uh, and Tyrog, use tackle. And Tyrog scores two successes. Three. I got three. All right, so you successfully hit. How much damage does your move use? Three. Three damage. And does that have, is that including your bonus from your Pokemon? So. Show, show me a card. Does Sorry. Vine Whip damage? So Vine Whip, oh, so Vine Whip costs spirit. Yes, so that costs one. Now, at the top of your card, mm-hmm. uh, you have one melee damage and one. You, you get plus one, so you get four damage at melee. Okay. So Vine Whip, uh, you do four damage. Tyrog has no defense, thus Tyrog goes to one HP. Bing bong, bing bong, bing bong, bing bong, bing bong, bing bong, bing bong. <laughs> Endless bing bongs. Oh, you can oh, do it. Uh, when when they're damaged, you can throw a Pokeball and catch a Pokemon. Oh, you are so out of touch. Not to a trainer's Pokemon, <laughs> only wild Pokemon. Oh, I knew that. And we don't have any Pokeballs either. Oh, hey, mister, do you have any spare Pokeballs? Tyroke, <laughs> <laughs> tackle again. <laughs> so like, must have like, oh, I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> Your move? What? Oh, crap, quick. Ambush! Tackle and response! Make an attack roll. Three, four! You tie, so both Pokemon slam into each other. Tyrogue doing two damage to Numbush, uh, and Numbush doing three, I believe, to Tyrogue. Yep. Tyrogue swaggers, kneels back, puts a hand dramatically over his forehead, slumps onto his bum, and then goes, (laughs) as it's exhausted, and the old man says, Tyrogue, come back. Well done, trainer Victor. You won your first battle. You Looks are like the victor. I am the victor. <laughs> uh, you can oh, you mark off one? I just got that. <laughs> can you mark off one experience? Uh, just put it separately to where your character's experience might be, like a different slot, maybe down the bottom uh, for Numbush. And the Tyrogue is defeated. The old man yeah, way to go, Victor! That was cool. You did it. Haven't done that in a while. <laughs> All right. I guess you're not too bad. So, is there any questions about Pokemon battling? So many questions. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think I'm pretty good. Like, that was a pretty good refresher. Brad, you look like you're about to pop. Oh, oh no, I just, um, and I'm just trying to figure out how to, uh, 
convey all the learnings I've made to you guys. It's really hard to sort of pass that on because it's, I've just processed so much and understand it all. So sure. it's great. He wants some of your Pokeballs. I don't have any. Don't just ask an old man for his balls. It's... Wait, I did that, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Tyrogue was a... Uh pretty strong there. Ah, um, no, no. It's my grandson's. It's a wimp. I'm trying to train it up. If you get you stronger... You have two other Pokeballs there. Are they other Pokemon? Yes. What other Pokemon I was have? about to say, if you get stronger, you can come back and challenge me, but uh, I think my Hitmonchan and my Choke would probably make short work of your Babymon. Wow. Now, you asked about survivors? Yeah, there's a camp up north. Now, I believe I was getting some shut-eye. And he leans back on the rock. <laughs> I think he's sleeping. Well, that answered at least one thing. Is he, is he, is he awake or have we lost him? He's not interested in talking anymore. <laughs> so, Do you think we can walk past him now and see what's in the water? No, he's done. I, I think so. I think, uh... Up north is where the survivors are, mm. and uh, we got to go through this rapidly. There's only so much light in the day. It's a fair point. All right, so up north. Yeah, sure. Sounds suspiciously like up past the youngin. Right into him, in fact. <laughs> so you march up. I wonder if that's grandson. <laughs> <laughs> you march up. All right. Up the path. Mm -hmm. All right. So you're sort of heading in an upward direction up this sandy dirt path as it the sand becomes more coarse and mixes with gravel. And uh, you're almost in a little rocky uh, valley. But it is the only way north because there's thick trees to the right. All right. Well, just before we go any closer, uh, you know, I think that was pretty good exercise for Nambush. He hasn't done that in a while. And I don't want to tie him up too much. Brad? Well, You're up, Brad. Would you feel like taking the lead? Would you, I, you on this one? Well, uh, it's an offer. You don't have to. I, just, I look at I look at uh, Stormy, knowing that if I don't, <laughs> she's like ready yeah. to lunge yeah. it like, Now, all we need to do is be responsible and thoughtful, and we'll come out of this no worries, mm -hmm. uh, having learned some things, studied, and back on a boat and to civilization in no time. So, yeah, let's let's go. How hard can it be? Yeah. All right, that's the spirit. All right, just I sort a, of just jog around to the back of the line. <laughs> just a kid. I mean, you know, how how much damage can a child do? I'll <laughs> take know? an ambush out of the ball okay. hole. Sort just of like, poking you in the back. <laughs> yeah. Go, keep yeah. stalling. Keep stalling. So as, as uh, Brad moves to the front and walks up this path, you rapidly find that the only way forward, there's a tree on your right, several boulders on your left, and a small, perhaps seven-year-old child standing <laughs> in the one human-sized gap that you could possibly walk through, fully obstructing the path. There is no possible way three adults could maneuver around one seven-year-old child. <laughs> this is truly an impossible challenge. As you get close, he immediately shouts out, Stop! Hey, you! All of you! What? Stop where you're going! I... Uh, who... Uh, I'm Carl, and the area ahead is super dangerous. There's heaps of wild Pokemon, and my mum and dad said I had to stay down here with Grandpa. He's training my Pokemon so I can be tough and I can uh, fight and stuff. I called oh, it. Oh, that was your <laughs> Pokemon. You did call it. 
Well, uh, unfortunately, that is the the way we have to go. So uh, we'll be careful. No way! I can't let you pass. Uh, it would be too risky. My parents would get me in so much trouble. We didn't expect to see any other survivors uh, come up, and um, and and Grandma might get upset too. Hang on, other survivors. Uh, how did you and your family get here? And how long have you been here? Uh, I don't remember. Maybe you should ask my parents. But do you know what? I'm so glad that when when we crashed that I was wearing my shorts because they're super comfortable in all weather and they dry out really quickly. Wow, that's very... That is a fine thing indeed, <laughs> Wait, you crashed here too? Yeah. Ah, so you're another survivor. Uh, well, I mean, we all came on the cruise ship. I think I remember seeing you having boring conversations in the dining hall while I was eating all the ice cream. That was him. Hey, not boring. I, you, I thought that was, everyone was interested. This is the funnest cruise ever. I thought it was just going to be boring and full of old people. At least that's what mum and dad said. That's where we're going with grandma and grandpa. Exactly. This kid gets it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, anyway, you all look puny and weak uh, and you couldn't <laughs> even beat a fly. So um, unless you can prove that you can have str- tough, strong Pokemon trainer battles, uh, I can't let you pass. That would be uh, irresponsible. Oh, don't worry. We already did that. We hurt your Pokemon before. What? I, uh, we, in- we attacked. Who did you your- fight? Uh, the, uh, Phrasing the little, so, <laughs> there are battles, right? And the aim is to, uh, wound the opponent's, yeah, but like, yeah, but like saying we attacked his Pokemon, that sounds a bit harsh. I knew you were terrible trainers. The way you talk about Pokemon, they're our friends and we battle together to get stronger together. It's I the agree. whole point. Exactly. <laughs> now, anyway. That's what I meant. That's just the way. Look, you saw my Tyrogue? Yeah. He was pretty cool. Wow. You must have fought my grandpa. He's an amazing Pokemon trainer. If anyone could beat him, they'd be tough enough to get past the rest of this area. All right, uh, Victor, do you want to pop back in front and we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll continue? Oh, come on, cousin. Keep going. I'll do it. <laughs> Wait. You fought my Tyroke. My grandpa's training my Tyroke. Did that mean you fought my grandpa? And won. I you- say, like... You won? Well, he won. If you beat my We're grandpa, he would have given you... 46 cents. Wait, did he? Did he? And then you remember him handing you a pile of like <laughs> one cent coins. No, he, he gave us his two cents, to be honest. Oh, well, uh, well, I, I guess that you are tough enough, but you've all only got one Pokemon? I just started. Oh, no. That on an adventure, a Pokemon adventure on a mysterious cruise island? And you got one Pokemon. Well, do you know where we can find more Pokeballs? Well, uh, if you were any good a trainer, you'd know how to catch Pokemon. But as you're clearly not, and have no idea, not like my family, we're all expert Pokemon trainers. I, Carl, am going to have to take it upon myself to teach you all how to catch a Pokemon. <laughs> you ready? Show us, Carl. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. All right. And he swaggers a few steps, allowing you to walk past. <laughs> and there is a big patch of thick, long grass that extends for a good 30 or 40 meters in front of him. You can't avoid it. It's completely filling the path. So the first thing you have to do is run around in the grass. Just 
Like in circles or? Yeah, I like to flap my arms like I'm a bird. It really attracts the Pokemon. But Victor forgot his running shoes. Uh, he looks down. He's got these awesome looking like Air Jordan looking <laughs> shoes. Uh, and, uh, and he's just like, all right, walk fast then. Okay. I'm going to... No, you're not, young lady. Almost. (laughs) All right, you wait right here. And I step ahead and in a very professorial way, sort of adjust my glasses and a little hesitant about the long grass, Mm -hmm. looking somewhat like a member of the Ministry of Silly Walks, Mm. (laughs) begin pacing around the grass. Okay. Quite studiously. And, uh, And Carl follows you with every step. And then he says, ah... The feeling of fresh, long grass rubbing up against your legs is so good. It just makes you feel connected to nature. You'd understand that if you knew how lousy trousers were as he looks at your <laughs> professor's pants. Uh, it and- makes sense that a lot of people with hay fever don't become trainers. And then... Oh, oh, is this it? This is what it feels like? Oh, man. <laughs> I think you stood on something. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, oh my God, boy. the transition in, you can be like spinning. A little, a little pink shellos uh, squadges in front of you and like noms onto your shoe as you bump into it, <gasps> triggering oh, wow. a trainer battle. You're a... Horrible! Hey there, little guy. Uh, um, we're in a battle. Yeah, you're saying hey, Pokemon. Yeah. He's still showing you. Oh, we're fighting. <laughs> we're, we're proving that point of how quick we can get trainer battles and Pokemon battles done. Okay. All right. So you've got your Pokemon card. <laughs> well, I've seen it. It can't be as if it's as easy as it looked. Well, it didn't look all that easy. Ignisilk. I choose you. That's what they say, right? Yeah. Okay. You got this, Brad. Shake off those cobwebs. Oh, um. Because he's a spider. Get uh, it. You're funny. (laughs) And we're in. (laughs) (laughs) All right. First round. Uh, You have movement. The Shellos is going to uh, stay where it is. Are you doing anything as a trainer? All right. Uh, abilities. Are you moving with Ignisilk? I am going to, as a trainer, uh, analyze the Pokemon. Okay. What does it do? Uh, well, upon success, uh, the GM reveals all abilities and traits of the target. Okay. Oh, is that like a Pokedex read? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, as a Pokemon professor, he can identify the abilities and traits of a Pokemon. Interestingly enough, Jen, as a Pokemon breeder, can identify their type and their health, like their combat roles. So the top row of stats, whereas Jazza can identify the abilities down the bottom. Mm, uh, okay, so uh, as the Shellos isn't attacking you, and that costs you spirit, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Ooh. You will automatically succeed. Oh, yay. What is... Oh, and you find Just out immediately, Shellos has the following moves. Water Gun, Harden and Water Pulse. Water Gun and Water Pulse uh, do damage. 
and uh, Harden increases defense. And it has the ability Storm Drain, which says it's immune to all water type moves. Shalos is potentially the worst Pokemon yeah. you could have uh, encountered on this route. Oh boy! Oh buddy, this is uh, <laughs> this is not going to be a great one for us to uh, get reacquainted with this whole process. With this is a water type, Ignisil. We're going to have to act quick and be careful. You can do it. Use the power of friendship. <laughs> yeah. That's not what KO's. It doesn't matter. I and you're not entirely really, yeah. sure you did. that mm-hmm. it's a water type. Let's, okay. Just so you, you know the moves were water type, but you don't okay. know the Pokemon's water type because you haven't identified that. It could be ground type for all you know. Um, but you do know the moves are water type, which is what matters. All right, Ignisilk. Let's act fast. Fire Fang. <laughs> uh, it is going to use Water Gun. Uh, is Fire Fang a melee attack? It is a uh, melee attack, so I can't use fire. No. Yeah, you okay. can move. If you wanted to have moved this turn, you get halfway between the two yeah, of you, okay. but right. then you might want to use Ember. So I'll be using uh, Spider Web. After. You've also got Ember if you wanted okay, to, I'll use although that. Ember might be weak against it being a water type. Yeah, I'm going to use Spider Web. Okay. Combat roll. Water gun. Blah! We've got four successes. I got two. two. Okay. Oh, gosh! So, uh, as a fire-type Pokemon, you are vulnerable to water attacks, which means you take plus one damage. Uh, We're not doing double or anything like that. You just take plus one, and we're not doing same-type attack bonus. Uh, So it's just weakness. So you get plus one damage. So you take three damage from Water Gun. Oh, no! And you are now slowed. Oh, bother. Which means you can't move next turn. No. Uh... All right. You got this, Brad. This is harder than it looks, you guys. (laughs) Annoyingly, or thankfully, you are fighting a wild Pokemon. A wild Pokemon are dumb. So next round, is your trainer going to do anything? My trainer is... Yes. I'm going to use my protective strategy to give my Pokemon one defense this round. Okay. That's so funny. Because the Pokemon is using Harden. Great. <laughs> Defensive ability? Um, yeah, it doesn't do damage. <laughs> so my, it's a but I, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say it had to declare first. It's wild Pokemon. So it's going to use Harden. Yeah. Are you going to change what you're going to um, do or not yes, do it this time? I turn? am going to change what I'm going to do. Ooh. Maybe save that for five. Yeah. Fang. Yeah. All right. So are you going to use Ember or String Shot again? I'm going to use... Uh, Spiderweb. Spiderweb. Okay, so Shellus uses Harden, uh, gets four successes. Three. Oh, no. Your string I... spins. The, the Shellus is like starts exuding a goo that's just thickening on the outside of it, and this, the web just gets stuck in it, and then hardens Using on its surface. All of his professorial uh, um, knack, uh, I would like to add one success and burn a knack. So you meet, so you both do the same. So you, yeah. what does the effect of your string shot do? Uh, I do plus X creature. Down. I don't know if it's meant to be plus X. I think I don't think it is. But if you hit target, cannot escape next turn. Yeah, that plus X is an accident. So it doesn't yeah. do damage, I don't believe. It's like string shot. 
Oh, really? It does something else aside Stun from the damage. One. Stun one. Yeah, so it reduces my roll the next turn by okay, one. Cool. Uh, as well. And now I can't escape. And I can't escape, yeah. Uh, okay. Next turn. How you much can move again. Do I take? Oh, no, you harden. It was hardened, yeah. Okay, all right. All right. You going to move up? We can move, yeah. Cool, cool. It doesn't move. It's going to declare that it is going to use water gun. All right, Ignis Silk. Let's do this fast before he hurts you again. Fire Fang. Water gun with one less dice. It gets no successes. Ooh. I get one success. Oh my gosh. Okay, how much damage does Fire Fang use? You, you burnt spirit, didn't you? Or did you just do Fire Fang? Uh, Fire Fang burns spirit. Okay, but you didn't use your ignore weakness and resistance ability. Um, say it again. He didn't, did he? Ignore weakness and resistance. Yeah, your ability. trainer ability that no. lets you ignore weaknesses. No, and no, resistance. no okay, just checking. No. Okay, so what's Fire Fang do? Um, Fire Fang uh, is plus three damage to it, and it's well, it's melee, so it's the zero. Is that so? Correct? You use zero yeah. slash one. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. It's three damage. Three damage. Um, and, and it's fire type. If I hit roll a dice on a critical success, this has burn one. Okay. Okay. Can you I did hit? hype up to help? Oh, uh, you already hit. I don't think not. not no, so you can't. Uh, in what it's one on one. So I hit can't uh, even if he's no. an ally. I didn't no, get a critical. Okay. Success. Be, there'll be double battles and stuff like okay, that. Yeah. Okay. You didn't get a critical success. Okay. Well, the poet, you are attacking something you are weak against, so it does one less damage because yeah. it's resistant to you, uh, and uh, you do three damage. It has two defense, so it takes zero damage. However, however, this is Pokemon. So you, all attacks that deal damage always deal one damage. Okay. Because it, 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 and its health yeah. goes down a tiny little bit. <laughs> okay. It has six left. Yeah. Can I tap out and pass the torch? I uh, look hesitantly at Stormy. <laughs> <laughs> um, you would have to flee yeah, if you wanted. Stormy oh. has the glowy <laughs> stars in her eyes. <laughs> How about, do, I don't get damage, do I? No. Yeah, you, you take damage if you flee. Uh, I, I, but I, I take a deep breath. I'm going to be brave. Let's let's stick this out. Come on, Ignis Silk. We got a few more rounds in us. All right. It's going to use Harden. Ah, uh, poop. <laughs> and what are you using? I think I have to do Fire Fang again. Okay. Yep. Come on, Brad. You can do it. You can do the... And if you don't do it, I'll take over. I'm Is fine. it his hardening? Yes. PTSD back to, like, the infinite metapod hardening loops. That's exactly, <laughs> that's exactly, exactly what it's doing. Yeah, I, I, I can't really do anything. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It got five successes. No, it didn't. <laughs> yeah, it did. Oh come on! Us. Holy crap! Oh. <laughs> I got two. Oh no! Two successes. It yeah. and just hardens a bit more. Okay. <laughs> Nothing. At this no, it doesn't do anything. At this stage, ah, uh, I knew you were weak, trainer. You're so bad at this. You stacked the cards again. <laughs> and you stood on it. It's tiny. It's so small. But it's a water type, and you you sabotaged me. Uh, what? Oh, you saw I had a fire type, and and <laughs> can you like put it to sleep? 
Don't say that in front of him. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I'm going to show you how it's done anyway, because thankfully this wild Pokemon also looks super weak, so it shouldn't be too hard to catch. Rub it in. <laughs> this kid walks up, picks up, and just throws like a wet sock in the woods. <laughs> he walks up. Oh. Flicks uh, a little satchel open, and you see it's just full of balls. And he pulls out an ultra ball, <laughs> flicks up in his hand, and then, like, with a spin throw, throws the ultra ball around at the Pokemon you've been fighting. It hits the side of Shellos, bounces up to the side, sucks Shellos in, hits the ground. <gasps> wait for it. Wait, wait. <laughs> and then it settles still. And then he walks over and picks up the Pokeball and says, Yes! Oh. A Shellos! You got any more of those balls? Well, uh, he puts the Shellos on his belt. Um, well, I guess, I guess you can have some. Um, yeah, that'll help you if you get stronger, because you kind of suck. You might need more Pokemon. <laughs> How long have you had those Pokemon for? <laughs> Why are your Pokemon so lazy? Uh... Don't stay. This Pokemon's we not ain't. lazy. It's a water type. He was working really hard. He leans over and looks at uh, <laughs> looks at Ignisilk and says, I'm really sorry, Ignisilk, that your trainer's so bad at Pokemon battles. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. I'm going to lean up to the... Um, Brian is looking so pouty <laughs> right now. Name? Carl? Is it Carl? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to lean up to Carl and say, Brad actually does have a sleep move, and he just says really big words and puts everyone to sleep. <laughs> I thought that was happening. Brad, well, like, kicks the ground and just mumbles and walks to the back of the group. <laughs> you get a Pokeball? <gasps> Thank you. Wait, wait, I want to you get that. a Pokeball? <laughs> and you get a Pokeball? <laughs> I run back to the front. I don't need them ever since. Grandma always gets me Ultra Balls because she says they're special treats for me, so I don't need these old lousy Pokeballs. Wow. Brad's holding his hands out. Hopefully. Oh my All right. You're going to need... But he doesn't let me touch them. You're going to need extra help. Uh, Scrad, uh, here you go. <laughs> and he gives you a, a great ball. Yes! <laughs> You're going to need extra help. Yeah. Does, does Brad now have a rival? It's now this small child. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and youngster, <laughs> youngster Carl uh, says... So, Scrad, if you ever get any good to be worth fighting Pokemon and catch another Pokemon, come back and give me a battle. And then he turns his cap around. <laughs> you got it, twerp! And I'm gonna wipe the floor with your... Oh. And I catch myself and I'm like... <laughs> He's really getting into it. I, I mean, uh, challenge accepted. Oh, I've never seen Brad this lad. far. <laughs> uh, and then uh, he, he looks across at Stormy and says, uh, I'm pretty sure that... You're the only one here that gets it because these grown-ups suck. But <laughs> don't worry, I know. I think it's pretty clear uh, that he's going to be looking at that great ball for ages, uh, so maybe you should take the lead. I don't think they'll be able to handle any wild Pokemon battles, but uh, you might be able to. <laughs> don't worry, they're safe with me. And then Stormy takes the lead. He says, <laughs> bye, good luck, say hi to my mom and dad. <laughs> Get better. <laughs> and with that, we will end our first episode of our Pokemon roleplay. Yay!
We hope that you've enjoyed it. It was so fun. Yeah, On yeah. the next episode, <laughs> join us as Stormy encounters her first. Storms to the I front. you should be doing that. Uh, and, and as you can see, there's, this is where you've journeyed. So you just journeyed up this part of the route. And there's the old, old man. man. I wanted to there's go the there so pond. bad. Uh, and, there's, and there's our good boy, oh, youngster yeah. Carl. Yeah, and yeah. a little area of Pokemon. You just caught a Pokemon in. Uh, we can follow the live experience as if it's a video game uh, by all these handmade maps that I made. I am so chuffed with that. Thank you. This is so fun. And can I just say, can we all give everyone a round of applause? Like, to have pulled all of this off in the time that we've had Mm. has been an ordeal. Um, (laughs) But we're so excited to be doing this and we're so excited for you to be joining us on this journey. So thank you yes. for watching. I can't yes. wait for next week already. Join <gasps> the list of Pokemon I want to add and see. Oh, hey, they're so cute. <laughs> we will be. We're gonna buy that. Oh, and it is does bear mentioning. We didn't say this at the start. We probably should have. We'll say it at the start of the next one. But our patrons will get everything we're making at the end of the series. We're just gonna, cool. we're giving it to our patrons as a gift and as a thank you. Um, yeah, this we can't do anything with it because no, it's fan-made homebrew it's stuff. Product. So. It's all, you know, but we will be sharing that to, to our supporters as a thank you and you can join the Pokemon journey. I think maybe we'll record in one of our little dev sessions just a simple breakdown of the rules so that people who get yeah, can understand fun. that. Yeah, cool. Um, well, we can share the the. I've made a cheat sheet for people. I can I can write up the extra stuff. I will also by say by the end of this whole thing, we will have made a lot of stuff. I, I the, the experience thing wasn't written down, but I'm like, nah, these Pokemon need to be able to level up. Uh, you don't get an experience, Jazza. <laughs> you don't, you didn't even finish your Pokemon battle. <laughs> but now that's our uh, homebrew rule of Pokemon experience, which you gave yes. Murray his Pokemon experience. Yes. But us as trainers, at the end of a session in Gateway Roleplay, get experience, correct? Yes, I guess. Uh, <laughs> my, oh, come on. My feeling, my feel, oh, hear me out. My feeling on this is that most people's tabletop role, tabletop role-playing sessions to have a meaty something happen, usually it's about three hours. So it's only because our sessions are so short that I feel like it would really accelerate mm. the gaming For the of sake skills. of testing. Well, I think also we need consistency. So, like... It makes me sick in the stomach, <laughs> but you can all have an experience. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. Don't make it too easy for us, Dave. Okay. He said okay. defeatedly. <laughs> With the skills you're barely using because your Pokemon are going to do everything for you. That's Thank true. you, everyone, uh, and uh, hopefully you watch next week. Please do tune in. Yes. Join us next week. time. Yeah. Will our intrepid adventures find their first Pokemon? On the next Will Brad episode. find his self-esteem? <laughs> <laughs> all right. See you, everyone. Bye. Bye.